Hey everybody, this is Michelle and welcome to another episode. I am so pumped. We are going to be doing our very first guest interview on the show today. And who better to interview than a pastor? And we're going to talk about uh, what they learn in seminary. So let's go. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. My name is Michelle Brown, and I'm an enrolled agent and church finance consultant, and I love all things Jesus, church finances, business, and books. In this podcast, we will discuss the ins and outs of church finances and clergy taxes, along with how to serve the local church as a staff member, volunteer, or through your bookkeeping business, all while keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do. So grab your notebook and pen to take some notes, because we're going to do some learning. If this sounds like fun to you, then let's go. Let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. And I am excited. This is my first guest interview. And who better to interview than a pastor? So since we talk so much about minister taxes and housing allowance, I thought it would be really cool to have um, Pastor Chris with us today. He is a recent graduate from seminary with a Master's of Divinity and Great Commission Studies. He has been a minister for five years, the first three years with the youth, and now he is the senior pastor of his church for the last two years, and he's just going to hang out with us for a few minutes and talk about what all he learned in seminary about his taxes and about housing allowance and all that important stuff that we talk about on here. So welcome, Pastor Chris. Thank you. Very glad to be your first uh, interview. So (laughs) this will be fun. You're going to be my guinea pig. <laughs> it's just about every episode is a guinea pig for me. So um, you recently graduated. How was your overall seminary experience? Overall, seminary was uh, interesting. Uh, it's kind of like drinking from a fire hose uh, with just the amount of information that's uh, been taught uh, and uh, the amount of uh, preparation that goes into pre- or for people to prepare to go into ministry, uh, it's, it's it's a whole, it's a lot. It's a lot. I bet it's a I lot. Bet. It's a lot. Okay. So out of that, it's a lot. How much of your seminary education prepared you for the church finance and minister tax side? Okay. Um, Overall, seminary covers your basics of, uh, you know, learning where we're at, learning where we come from, learning uh, how to, you know, properly um, uh, do exegesis, uh, how to look at the original language and stuff like that. Uh, And of all the courses that I took, uh, one was entitled, entitled Pastoral Ministry. Uh, and basically, it went from uh, getting high or being called into ministry all the way up to doing things like weddings and uh, funerals and those types of things. Uh, that class lasted 16 weeks. Uh, and of those 16 weeks, there was about one day, uh, which the class was about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, but that one day was spent on just finances in general. Uh, and that's about it. Out of all the classes you took, you had, and how many years did it take you to get your master's? Too many. Uh, it took about, it took me about five years to get my master's uh, just because I did a combination of online classes, uh, 
modular classes where I would go up to the seminary for uh, a weekend and, and basically do two days of about 12 hours in the classroom. Uh, and then uh, when I was hired on as the student pastor up here uh, in Elizabethtown, I moved and started doing some classes online or on campus, uh, which in my opinion are a lot more beneficial than than yeah. online, but online is still still good. So right. Okay. So out of five years of classes, a whole whopping one hour was on finances. I essentially, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So at any point, what did they teach you about? Because ministers find out, and a lot of ministers don't realize this, that once they become a qualified minister, according to IRS regulations, their tax life is never the same again. <laughs> it is totally that's, different. That's an understatement. <laughs> Can you share your experience about how you learned that your tax status was going to change and how all that came about? Um. Luckily, I had uh, a couple of good uh, uh, minister friends that kind of prepped us just a little bit. Um, you know, they and a couple of people that were very knowledgeable as far as like what um, minister, like just getting everything set up for a new minister as it is, because uh, that was they they kind of dealt with the financial world as it was, and they did a lot of finances with my previous church. Um, but as far as like how things were run, uh, for example, uh, with housing allowance, we you know we know that it was uh, set aside a certain amount, and when we were going through our taxes, they're like, okay, you need to prove you've used all of this money that was set aside for housing. You need to prove that you've done that. And I'm like, well, well how do we do that? <laughs> so that was kind of a that was an interesting walkthrough for us. Not know uh, me and my wife not knowing exactly what could what could not be counted uh, as housing. Uh, you know, and, and that first year we we scrambled uh, and got as much together as we could. And then uh, I think we still came up a couple hundred dollars short. So that had to get transferred over. We didn't know that would get transferred over into more taxable income, uh, but we found that out. And uh, so, yeah, that was kind of probably our biggest shock at first and the biggest uh, uh, hurdle was that. And then we started realizing that we needed to keep more uh, records uh, on a you know daily basis, and we have folders now that if we buy something for the house, uh, we take it, put it in that folder. Uh, if I buy something for work for the office, uh, I take it, put it in that folder, and then hopefully we'll be a little bit more prepared when it comes next tax season. Right, right, and that's a wonderful tip to give our listeners is to teach and to discuss with your ministers to have that folder system to just get in the habit anytime it's for business purpose, put it in a folder marked, you know, business expenses. And if it's you're purchasing anything for the house, such as doing any repairs, any remodeling, cleaning supplies are included in there. Um, your utility bills, your mortgage, your rent, your insurance, your landscaping, lawn care, all of those expenses can go into a folder labeled housing expenses. Okay. All right. Um, so that that's really awesome that you had some um, comrades there that you could learn from that were taking you um, and teaching those things. I've, I've run into a lot of first year ministers. They're just they're plum shocked 
when taxes are prepped and they find out they had no idea that they needed to do estimated tax payments. Now, did you know to do estimated tax payments? No, I sure didn't. Okay. Did not know that at all. Okay. All right. That's, that's a biggie is making those estimated tax payments. Um, okay. So what about the church finances itself? Have you found that the people in your volunteer uh, church treasurers or church bookkeepers, are they, do they have a way where they're being educated on knowing how to properly do that portion of the church business? Uh, yes, all of uh, both churches uh, that I've been to so far, uh, they've uh, all had someone that had some kind of uh, background in accounting, uh, yeah. background in business and, and things like that. Uh, so with that aspect, I'm completely blessed that there's people that know what they're doing. Uh, but they, I, one, I have pointed them out to uh, uh, your podcast uh, to, you know, just send it over to them. That was one of the, the resources. But I do know that um, uh, my current one keeps track of, of everything. She's got a nice little uh, system that goes and and if something doesn't seem right, you know, she reaches out, does studies and stuff, try, or looks and studies and try to figure out exactly what needs to be done, how it needs to be done. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so what advice would you give a new minister or even somebody that's going through seminary that hasn't completed it yet? What is the best tip that you can give them as far as how to handle tax time when it rolls around in a few months? Um, I think the biggest tip would be, uh, you know, not to panic, uh, not to uh, stress about it too much. Uh, you know, find uh, uh, someone who is well knowledgeable uh, within those uh, tax within the the minister taxes. Mm -hmm. um, before you get started into ministry, reach out to your state uh, uh, convention, like for us with the KBC. Uh, you know, they'll be more than happy. That's one resource to be able to like help you make sure everything is set up right. Uh, make sure everything's set up properly uh, to, uh, you know, make sure you're not paying in or, or doing any kind of violations or anything that would get you looked at or possibly get your church looked at as well. Right. Okay. That's wonderful. Yes. Because as we know, if the IRS audits one or the other, the other one's going to get audited as well. And we don't want that to happen. So. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right. Anything else that you would like to add before I let you go? Um, no, I don't think no? so. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving of your time today. I do appreciate it. Congratulations again on your Master's of Divinity and Great Commission Studies. I know that that will be very beneficial to those that you minister to. And um, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> as I say, that's a lot of brain power and a lot of time spent. So we trust that God will bless your efforts and your desire to do things God's way. And um, just thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. All right. Have a blessed day, Pastor Chris. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. So how cool was that? Thank you so much, Pastor Chris, for joining us today and being my very first guest interview. I think you rocked it. I think you did a great job and hopefully we'll have more um, to come. So I just wanted to bring him on to show you that when I say that it's important for you to educate 
and for you to know pastor and uh, taxes, it's because they're not taught this in seminary. And especially if your pastor is coming from, and this is his very first church that he's serving on, if he doesn't have fellow pastors like Chris did to help explain to him things about minister taxes and housing allowance, your pastor is just, he's at the mercy of the IRS and we don't want that to happen. So that's why I want to educate you so that you can educate your church staff and your ministers and help them. So thank you again, uh, Pastor Chris, for being with us today. And I do appreciate it. And I hope that you listeners were able to learn something as well and to take some tips from him. So if you have an idea of someone that you would like for me to interview, absolutely shoot me an email. Uh, at info at churchfinances.org. I would love to interview more people. I do have some coming up that I think will bring some great value. We got our first one done. We'll learn what we need to improve on and we'll work on that. But thanks so much for listening. And until next time, my friend, remember, let's make an impact and not just an income. And I'll remember to look your best, do your best and be your best. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omongo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcast. It really does help more people to find the show and it just blesses me more than you know. And then if you could share this episode with someone who you think it would help, that would be awesome as well. So until next time, be blessed, my friend.